Hey friends! Okay, so today we have yet another incredible episode and a lot of deep chat in this one, I feel. I feel like we've really connected on a whole new level. So in this episode, I interview Julia, who is a member of Third Space Tower Bridge, where I obviously live and work when it's open, of course. Um, and I absolutely love the gem. I love the environment and I love the community that we have created, not only within Third Space, but really particularly within Tower Bridge and Julia and I became friends a good few months back now and she offered up to come onto the podcast and talk to you guys about her story and her career changes and her journey through healing her relationship with food through coming to terms with being healthy and happy in her body and actually working out what her ideal body and her ideal happiness looked like and felt like. Now you know over here at Raf Fitness we are about keeping it real and this story is so so real. I myself didn't know so many things in this story when I sat down to actually have this initial conversation and her message and her mindset and her ability to transform is exactly what we're all about here when we're talking about to look, think and feel your absolute ultimate self. So without further ado, I'm going to let you jump into this episode and just soak up the value, soak up the mindset and soak up the transitions that she went through and really get serious with yourself. Are some of the things she's saying resonating with you or just something she say within this episode make you think, oh my goodness, I need to dive into that concept more because if that is you and that is true then I need you to reach out over on DM on Instagram at Claire underscore Rafferty underscore let me know that you're listening to the episode screenshot it tag it share it do what you got to go do to get that message out there to the world and help us spread the love but also connect with us so that we can help you on your journey thanks very much for listening and enjoy this episode Thank you so much for coming on and for jumping on the call. It's so nice to see you. It's nice to see you. I miss you so much. These days, in order to buy the kettlebell on eBay, they ask you for £400. That's so bad. That's it's it's so bad. Like world got mad. Like this is like who would believe? Who would believe? Like three weeks ago, that kettlebell will be the hottest <laughs> fitness item. I was laughing about this because I was like, the amount of people who are obviously buying, like, we're, we're obviously in a very difficult economic state where a lot of yeah. small businesses are losing business and yeah. going out. Whereas, like, these companies that have been trying to, like, flog kettlebells and probably had, like, steady stock for, like, five <laughs> years have just all sold out. And they're all absolutely <laughs> falling. They're like, well, you're sorted for the next six months. <laughs> Do you know? Like, yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's a it's very strange dynamic of who's succeeding right now it is a very stressful time and I think mm-hmm. I've spoke to so many people who are in a similar position right now and I you know we're all doing our own little bits to try and keep positive and to just try and spread as much like love and positivity as possible yeah and I'm just like I'm so focused on everything I put out as positive energy and just like whatever yeah. is going on with anyone you know share it and talk about it and keep open communication and 
know that you're not yourself right now and that's the big thing is like there's just so many people who are Mm. in this process of change and they don't know how they're going to come out the other side so first up obviously I was like oh my god Julie I'm so happy to see you (laughs) so we know each other from third space obviously obviously you're a member which is fantastic and we catch up on Instagram and we're now friends which is awesome um and yeah I'm excited for you to yeah chat a little bit about your story so take us back to well tell us who you are and then I'll get you to dive into yeah why I've asked you to come on the podcast (laughs) uh so uh, I'm Julia right Uh, I have been a member of Third Space for um I would probably say over three years Nice. Uh, it's been an interesting journey because at the start there was actually no results and what was interesting is like to be patient yeah because you are on this flat curve and you're pushing so hard but you kind of don't see results immediately or at least your brain is not like fixing yeah. these results yeah so yeah i think it was it was an interesting like fitness journey for me uh on the one side and on a separate side uh, the journey of you know fixing my nutrition and fixing most importantly my emotional connection with food yeah because that was that was a challenge yeah so yeah I did like I, I immediately you know moved away from who is Julia to what is Julia's fitness journey yeah but that's it that's about, like that's that's what we're going to talk about right we're keeping it real and I want you to well first and foremost um talk about that emotional connection you had with food mm-hmm. um and obviously, like, what that process has been like for you is, you know, figuring it out. It was a vicious circle. Yeah. Because you eat because you are unhappy. Mm-hmm. And then you are unhappy because you add. Yeah. And you continue eating more. And I couldn't, like, I couldn't break it. And I think that I was sort of trying to jump from extreme to extreme. I was like, okay, I'm going to be on this severe diet. I'm going to, like, you know, I'm just going to protein only. And then the first emotional, when the first time you kind of enter emotional turmoil, when you feel unhappy, you start guilty eating and then yeah. even more guilty eating and more guilty eating. So, and I think that the big change was when I just told myself that if I want to have a piece of cake, I'm going to have a piece of cake because I love it. Yes. Because it makes Julia happy and Julia deserves to be happy. Yes. The moment I realized it, I've also realized that I don't need to eat an entire cake to be happy. Yes. I can have a piece of cake. So for me, it was, it was such a, like, I would say, you know, emotional maturity mm-hmm. plus emotional stability. And plus it helped me to essentially, uh, I think, just a trim amount of portions, which, yeah. which, which, which was good. <laughs> I, uh, so I work obviously a lot with people and helping them through their nutrition and like binge eating and yo-yo diet cycles. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the time we focus, like when I'm working with clients around this kind of stress action response, and it's very much like you have a stress stimulus in your life. Now it doesn't necessarily have to be a negative stress, but it's a, a stress that basically your trigger, if we want to use that word, that the action that comes from that trigger is a, is a connection to food um, mm-hmm. and to, to get that response, that emotional response that you need from um, the stress, you eat to create that emotional response. So whether it's, you know, you, it's, it's Chris's birthday and you want to celebrate. So how do you <laughs> sell You feel happy. So how are you going to celebrate? Well, we're going to have food. 
and then it's like you have food and you feel happy but in the same foot it might also be I've had the world's worst day at work and it's the most stressful day of my life and I just need yeah. to eat a piece of cake um to create some form of personal relief from that really stressful day at work but then as you said like you then start to feel guilty for having had that cake and then you think well I've already had the cake and I already feel guilty and I need to not feel guilty so I'm just going to have more cake and it just puts you into like what we call a binge yo-yo cycle um, because you're just in this constant spiral of going from negative emotional relationship with food to eating more food to negative to food and it's this bouncing back and forth and it's not until you're able to love yourself and love where you're at and love your own comfort within yourself that you can actually break that cycle and you can then start to replace those habits and those stress responses with other things and so I love that you immediately said Julia wants to make her happy like that's just (laughs) it's such a it's such a simple thing to say but it's so hard to do right it's so hard for you to say to yourself I'm happy and I deserve to be happy right yeah you know what I remember that you you made this post about having this incredible milkshake in Dubai yeah like this cookies so I saw it and even back then I was like oh I can't believe that Claire could have it because I and then she stays so slim and then I was like, hold on, but I could also have it. It's, yes. not, it's just that I can't, I can't have it on a daily basis. Yes. And I definitely shouldn't have it when I'm sad. I should have it when I'm happy. When you're happy, yes. So- <laughs> and it is, it's just like retuning the thoughts and behaviors that we have around food. And when you start to tap into that and you start to be like, okay, I'm feeling low. These are things that I should avoid. Oh, yeah. I'm feeling good. I'm in full control. These are things that I can have to celebrate. And it is just getting that clarity within yourself, which I love that you have managed to figure that out. It's, it's, so, it's so powerful. Did you like read any books or follow anyone to help you on that journey? Or did you just like wake up one day and realize? Mm. I actually think that, um, I think for me, first of all, it was rational realizations as that was happening. Mm-hmm. So I just admitted to myself that like, my emotional relationship with food is unhealthy because yeah. I'm just, I'm frankly, I'm like clingy. Like it's, it shouldn't be like this. So that was first like a rational realization. And then I just asked myself that there are other things that are supposed to be making me happy. Yeah. So when I feel unhappy, I should rather focus on something else. Yes. And at that time I was very lucky because an answer was exercising. Yes. So when I was feeling down, I was like, oh, I'm going to go and I'm going to really punch in the gym. So, yeah. And um, like gradually, gradually, uh, uh, I think I just I just developed like healthy relationship. You know, sometimes like when I think about food, it was almost like dating a very toxic boyfriend. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Oh, my gosh. It is, though. It so is. Like the things that go on and like... I've I talk a lot like about binge eating and stuff when I <laughs> in the past and it was so bad and it is just these constant arguments in your head and it's about food and it is like a really bad relationship but it's such a good way to like think about it like when you heighten conversations and you heighten emotions and you heighten the judgments and you've had like the full argument in your head before you've even had the argument with someone so 
you're obviously you're an incredible shape you know I, I think I've told oh, you thank you times, you are an incredible shape do you feel happy and healthy and confident in your body now oh yeah is just is just so much better yeah. So I would argue that I would strongly encourage everyone to love himself in any shape. Yeah. But uh, I feel, I just feel this energy that I'm getting from the fact that I feel like healthy, yes. slim. Uh, I must say that the first time I got into the UK 8 skirt, I was celebrating. I was like, yeah. that's it. That's an achievement. Yeah. Probably want to, uh, yeah. So that that was good. Um, it also helped me to feel a bit more confident as a woman. Yeah. And again, there are like unfortunately there are like social stereotypes and so on and so on. But it all it should always go back to yourself. Like yeah. When I'm on the stage and I see myself, for example, if I were to see myself from the stage, how would I and only I want to see myself? Yes. So and for me, an answer was that I quite I I wanted to be leaner. I wanted to be slimmer, and uh, it, it does feel very good. I love it. It's such a interesting debate and I've had it with so many people, even in episodes on the podcast and just, so I come from a, a master's in gender studies. So mm. I've spent a lot of time looking at the psychology and the sociology and behaviors and everything in and around these relationships that we have with ourselves and our bodies. And the thing is, there's no right or wrong. Like I, I do think it is so, so personal. And I think quite often in society, if, if you say you want to lose weight, it's like, well, that's wrong. You shouldn't want to lose weight. But then if you are overweight, it's also deemed as wrong because you're unhealthy. And I think it, it almost always comes back to what is healthy and what is healthy for you. And like for you to lose a little bit of weight and feel more energetic and feel more confident and to be happy when you look at your body that can't be seen as a negative thing right it's got to be seen as a positive because it's you yeah. your mind it's your control and it just does bring into context a really interesting argument around you know well does that mean we are allowing ourselves to want to be thinner and is that then actually a negative and you could be here all day debating it right and I think for people as long as they love themselves for who they are and they are healthy I think mm -hmm. there's there's no right or wrong answer. Yeah, I couldn't have agreed more. Like I have, I, you know, I have multiple girl girlfriends who, according to someone's standards, could be yeah. considered curvy. But you know what? They're incredibly beautiful, incredibly self confident, very healthy, and uh, they they feel very confident in the body shape shapes that they have. Yeah, which is like I think it's you, you're absolutely right. It goes back to two factors. Yeah. Do you love yourself the way you look? And are you healthy? What's up, team? I'm sorry to interrupt this episode. Well, actually, I'm not that sorry because, you know, I'm going to interrupt this episode. Um, I just really, really, really want to share something with you. So you've all been noticing we're doing the 7 a.m. workouts on the weekday and we're heading up 8 a.m. workouts on the weekend. And all of these workouts that we're doing live on Instagram at Claire underscore Rafferty underscore, I am uploading onto my website. And you guys can actually grab free access to that website and to all of those workouts for you to do at your own time, at your own pace. Now, if you want to get your hands 
hands on these workouts, then all you gotta do is slip into my DMs and let me know, girl. If you are ready to get a sweat on at home and you're ready to maybe keep in shape, lose a little bit of weight, stay active, stay healthy, and you're just needing that motivation, that buzz, I promise you these workouts are for you. We have over a hundred people doing them now and it is just wild. Like they've been accepted so, so well and everyone is having so much fun. So that's the first thing. I really want you to message me and let me know if you want access because we are here to help you. And not only do I have that super, super exciting workout giveaway for you, which is of course free, I also have the 60 minute nutrition and mindset education session. And this online session you can actually grab in the link in my bio over on Instagram. Same handle, at Claire underscore Rafferty underscore. And the thing is, with this training, it's 60 minutes of me talking to you about stress, about actions, about reliefs, and about your nutrition habits and your nutrition mindset. Now, right now, a lot of us are in a dodgy place. We're not feeling our total selves. We're maybe having a lot of negativity. We're really trying to focus on keeping our minds positive, keeping healthy, keeping active, and really starting to level our lives up. This training is gonna help you do just that. I take you through all the peak things that I do myself in order to create a positive mindset, to form new habits, and to really level up my mindset to create success in my life. You know over here at Raf Fitness, we're all about being real. R-E-A-L, yes, that's the name of the podcast. It's about being realistic, being educated, being achievable, and creating results for the long term. And that is exactly what we're using this time right now to do. So if you want to work out from home and get fit and get healthy, you've got to let me know and we can get you hooked up on that training. And if you just want that help to start to put your habits into daily practice, to really start to transform how you look, think and feel and really level up your life once and for all. So you come out of this in great positivity and great success and great health and great happiness, then you got to reach out now. point for you where you didn't love yourself and you didn't love the way you looked and was mm-hmm. it like a was, it was like a painful time that made you say okay this is it I need to change and get to a place where I do love myself yes that was definitely the case uh, yeah. I think that I think that for me it was also an interesting combination because I didn't feel healthy because I was emotionally unhappy mm-hmm. because I was slightly overweight and uh, I was working very hard and I didn't sleep a lot. Yeah. And that's something that I want to tell everyone that from my experience, you can't lose weight if you're not sleeping enough. Yeah. So that's like, that's, that was my great learning. So for me, again, going back to your question, it was all about like, I wasn't feeling emotionally healthy and physically healthy. That was bad. Yeah. And as a result, I didn't quite like myself. Yeah. So but that, that was the learning curve. And to talk about your experience with sleep and how that impacted you, because I'm such mm-hmm. a firm believer in like, you need eight hours sleep a night. And there's like <laughs> yeah. a very, very small percentage of the population that doesn't need eight hours sleep and is fully functioning on that. Majority of us need more than eight hours sleep. So yeah, yeah. what is so your stance on all of that? How did it impact you? Oh. So uh, I'll give you a very honest answer. So uh, I was working in finance, very long hours and a very high level of stress. And I started noticing that uh, my cycle is disrupted. Yeah. So I went to see as a doctor and we did the hormonal checks 
And she told me like, uh, Julia, your, I think cortisol is called the hormone of stress. Yeah. Yep. Is eight times above the norm. And your testosterone, which is man's hormone, yeah. is 13 times above norm. Oh my god! So she said that like, look, she was like, I'm surprised that you still have eyelashes and brows. Yeah. And she said that I've never seen anything like this in my life, but I can tell you something. You are extremely stressed and extremely exhausted. Yeah. So if you don't take, if you don't start sleeping, if you don't start eating healthily and you know, you know better what it means, like veggies, fruits and so on, there's nothing you can do about, first of all, your emotional stability and secondly, your body weight and, and all other consequences that yeah. this has. And uh, uh, it was easier to, obviously, like, sometimes it's about your circumstances. You need to make the choice. And for me, it was that I need to change jobs. Mm-hmm. And whatever happens, even if the world stops spinning, I need to have eight hours of sleep. Yeah. So, and for me, it was a very, very powerful cure. That was like, I think that when I started having a bit more sleep, I became more emotionally stable. It led to slightly better control over my appetite. Then I could, I started introducing regular exercising because I wasn't permanently exhausted and so on and so on. It's just (laughs) wild. Like I, you obviously are working in busy corporate London and I am blessed to be within that environment, but like living the dream I like to think with my job and my role. Um, And I can definitely get my sleep and look after my health and my mindset and my wellness. And I've always had that ability to control, although I've not always been fantastic at it, but guys listening have heard my story and (laughs) they don't need any more of that. Um, But you know, like it's, it's always about that ability to, take control of your life and actually notice like is this having a negative impact on me and the fact that you got to a point where I mean those hormone stats are wild like I can't believe your hormone stats that's it's the first time I've spoken to someone who has that huge variance I've heard of it before um and the fact that you've been able to self-heal is massive that is massive so like well done on that um what was the transition like then in that decision within yourself to obviously leave your your career as such because there's so many people out there who are beyond stressed who are not sleeping and who are living for their work and for that stressful life Mm -hmm. and they're just not taking the foot off the gas and their health is being damaged to some extent from it and whether they're fully aware or they're not fully aware yet, like what was that cutting the cord, if you like, like for you? Mm-hmm. So I say is that obviously uh, changing your job takes time. So yeah. it wasn't like the most immediate solution, but uh, I started working towards it. Yeah. The immediate solution was very unpopular one, which was I had to cut in my social life. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, like on Friday, that on Friday you you can have your sleep because you know usually people stop working on Friday, but people want to go partying and you're like I can't I need to catch up and sleep. Yeah. So for me that was a sacrifice, and the second one was that I was doing lots of rowing at the time, mm-hmm. and rowing is you have to be in the boat by six a.m. seven a.m. Okay. So I had to give up on 
on access on this ex particular exercising because yeah. of timing as well. So that was immediate solution. That's why you're and so then, good in F3. Ah. <laughs> I'm like, why is, this, why is this girl so good at this class? There we go. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. <laughs> I actually, you know what? I have never been that good. I have this for some reason. I'm, I'm not very good with generating power. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm an endurance one. Yeah. I'm not a sprinter, but anyway. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, medium term, you absolutely right that, um, uh, I mean, I, frankly, it took me three more years to get out of finance. It's terrifying, so. isn't it? And it just shows that there's, there is so much more to life than work stressing you out. Yeah. And it is such a hard sacrifice to make for absolutely anyone. But you, you do need to put your health first and you do need to put your mindset and your own stability first. Um, and the fact that, would you say you're in the healthiest shape of your life now? Or do you feel like you've still got more you could do? Um, <laughs> that's such a good question so there are still like little demons that I'm fighting these yeah like for example uh, I for some reason and maybe you could explain what's going on but after I'm having a meal mm-hmm. I really want sugar yeah like all the time so I started what I what what I'm doing right now I'm having a cup of tea mm-hmm. with a teaspoon of honey yeah this helps nice <laughs> but uh, you, I, I don't understand this connection. So after every meal, I immediately want sugar. Don't know what is it. So, so uh, this is some. It's definitely a, it's no it's a common pattern like it's it's so so common and I used to always just think it was like this British culture thing you know we eat a meal and then we naturally want dessert straight after right yeah um, and I thought it was like this habit but it can be a number it can honestly be a number of factors it could just be that maybe the, the food that you're eating in your meal is maybe got it's not to say that it's got too much carbs, but it's maybe got too much of the, the wrong type of carb for your body. So it just depends yeah, on what carb be. is in that meal. And then when your body does start to obviously produce insulin and it does start to obviously release hormones to re-regulate blood sugar, that's when you can sometimes get peaks and spikes. So if your meal's not making you fully, fully satiated, satiated, then you might end up wanting sugar thereafter and quite often a good way to actually curb that craving is just to up your protein portions and obviously Mm -hmm. something like tea with honey again it's another way to curb the craving but a lot of the time as well that craving is actually just mindset and it is just it's a as I said like I used to think it was just a British thing like oh I need a (laughs) bit of chocolate now like they get you go for dinner and they give you chocolates after your meal and it's just such a cultural thing that quite often it's ingrained within us and you just have that like I've had this thing so now I've got this natural craving so whether it's hormones or whether it's habit and behavior it's one (laughs) it's one of two things it might be a little bit of both um but a really good thing that I find helps is definitely drinking water when you're eating 110 percent um and then once you've ate removing yourself from that situation so if you allow yourself to sit or to kind of relax and get comfortable and then obviously you're imbalances within your brain then start to trigger to want cravings and stuff as well so it is a very good situation to just be like right I've ate I feel full you know give it eight minutes give it 10 minutes whatever you believe in to let that meal start to digest yeah have some extra water and then definitely move on but uh, do you know what's what's the harm in having <laughs> what's the harm in having a square of dark chocolate after food do you know yeah I agree it's fine yeah like as and long as it's just a square yeah. 
And actually, continuing on the subject that sometimes you need to wait eight to ten minutes yeah. over eating. I'm still doing this. Yeah. Sometimes, like, portions are too big because at the time you think, oh, I'm so, I'm so hungry. And then I'm like, oh, hold on. I'm about to explode. Yeah. Why do I have so much food? Yeah. So this, this eight, ten minutes after meal are so important. Yes. And uh, yeah. It's Lots difficult though. It is difficult. I mean, portion sizes and portion control is something that I do a lot with my guys in my nutrition hub. And we really look at, you know, what should a plate look like and how many, how big should that plate be and have veg mm. and proteins and carbs. And if you've exercised, should it change? And I just I honestly can't thank you enough for coming on and for obviously mm. talking about your story. And I do feel like there's just so many little bits there in what you've said that people are probably listening to and being like, I can relate to that so, so much. Um, and it is, it's just, it's mind boggling the relationship and the, that we go through discovering ourselves when it comes to food and exercise and nutrition. And if we can go on that journey and just take time and really connect with ourselves and learn to love ourselves, it's such a more peaceful journey. And it's, the outcome is so much better than this constant yo-yo stress anxiety feel of never-ending carnage that I <laughs> um, and I'm just yeah you're doing so so well um so thank you I would love yes a piece of advice that you've maybe had whether it comes to training or nutrition or maybe around sleep or stress or just something that you think you could share with the guys listening to maybe just trigger a thought in their head or maybe change the pace of their day or make them think slightly differently about mm. something in their life what's something that's maybe impacted you that you could share with yeah them? so first of all as discussed eat cakes when you are happy not yes. when you are sad yes <laughs> so the first second is uh, exercise a lot yes and uh, introduce strength training as we know and the third one is what claire keeps saying that losing fat is easy just it keep is. the calorie deficit it is though it's so true oh gal spoken from the heart <laughs> <laughs> So I'm like, I'm like, these people listen to me too much. They know my chat now. We need, we need to mix it up, guys. We need some new content. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I love your posts. Like, oh. guys, it's calorie deficit. It's easy. It is. Easy math. It's easy math. Like, it's just numbers. Figure them out. Stick to it. Stop your excuses. Let's get this show on the road. Yeah. Oh, and, yeah. And sleep. And sleep. Sleep. I mean, well, yeah, sleep is your hook, line, and sinker. You basically have just said everything. <laughs> Thing that I preach about 24-7 so I absolutely Fantastic. love it I love it okay gal thank you so so much for coming thank on thank you so much for having me and thank you for keeping us all very positive yeah we're trying gal we just got to spread the love I will Have see you love, yeah. I'll see you at 7am see you at 7am